And where are the best? Well, not in politics, that's for sure. Times have changed, Germanus. Once politics was the only way our young men could climb out of the slums. Let us fight for a world of reason. A world where science and progress will lead to all men's happiness. I mean, if I don't know what you're up to, and if I, if I don't holler and scream when I think you're doing it wrong, and if I just mind my own business and don't vote or care, then I just get what I deserve. In the name of democracy, let us all unite! All right, I am going to, uh, I'm going to ask the next question, and I'm going to use one of the questions that was uh, written during the lunch period, <coughs> or during the break, because this is a uh, question that I, as political director of the Ohio Green Party, have had to face many, many times, and it's a question every Green has faced from Democrats, from other people who don't understand the need for a true third party, a true separate party. And it's very simply, someone asked, why should Ohioans vote against Bernie Sanders? And there's obviously bias in the way that question is phrased, but I wanted to, I wanted to present it to the candidates as it was submitted. So the question is, why should Ohioans vote against Bernie Sanders? And we begin with Dennis, two minutes. Oh, and yes. Uh, that's a very large assumption that uh, Dem Democrats aren't going to rig the, the uh, primary and the convention against Bernie, that uh, people would be voting against Bernie. I don't see a vote for somebody as a vote against somebody else. I, I don't vote that way. I vote for the person. I've never voted for somebody just because I didn't like the other person. That's a spiteful thing. I don't live my life in hate. So therefore, I will not vote against somebody. I will vote for somebody. And I believe that the best way is to provide a candidate that will be accepting of as many people and have the large umbrella to cover the ideology as well as uh, be welcoming to as many voters as possible. Uh, once again, I don't vote against people. I vote for people. I yield the rest of my time to Susan. So um, I think, uh, wait, I made some notes. Uh, I think the most important thing is to be Green Party and uh, uh, to be a third party. So um, I, we need to break the gridlock that's in Washington right now between the Republicans and Democrats. So period, end of story. We just need a third party. So yeah, that's my answer to the question. There's 42 seconds left. I don't have anything more to say. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let me go ahead that way she has more time. Uh, Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders is a Russiagator. He won't stand up to the Clintons. He won't stand up to the DNC. WikiLeaks, what WikiLeaks revealed was the Pied Piper strategy, which is uh, it was going to be Ted Cruz, Bing Carson, or Donald Trump. And what they did is they pumped billions of dollars into the election. And um, who's that next? Senate nominees. Oh, all right. And, and basically, uh, they put billions of dollars into the media, and they, they gave birth to Trump. And if you notice that they're not hitting them on anything that is, is what they're – they're not hitting them on anything real. They're with the Russia, Russia, Russia. Bernie's not standing up to that. We need the third party, the Green Party, to pull the overton window to the left 
and, and make, make them have to pick Bernie for their, for their nomination. Let's just correct history, or her story as well. The DNC and the Republican Party were one. They had a minor skirmish and they separated. Two, they are both corporate funded parties. So there is corporate funded, DNC, RNC, and then us, we don't take it. It's really simple as a black woman, because we know my history about enslavement of my folks, my grandma being purchased, my grandfather being killed. No one can say that to me. I made a decision back in 22, when over Gore, oh, I'm sorry, is it over? No, what? Oh, okay. When Gore, no one says that stuff to me because I voted for Al Gore, though my parents voted for the Green Party. So I have patience with people because I was 40 years old. When I said, ugh, that was the dumbest vote I ever did. So I don't have the conversation about him. I have the conversation about what do you want to see as America when we're going to be 300? I ask people questions so they can arrive at the facts. There's one, the corporate parties, and then us. And then talk about the values and moving forward. I think if we just stick to the facts, it's not a, a fight. It's a conversation of an awareness. But have patience with people. I was 40 and did that dumb vote. So my parents did not. Okay. Next up is David. Okay. Bernie Sanders wants to continue the war economy. He fought to have F-35s, <coughs> the, the most crazy military planes built in Vermont. And, you know, he wants to leave the same like weapons manufacturers and other corporations in power and just just like have have more crumbs and slightly higher wages to the the people and we need a we need a real change in who is in power we need a revolution not a new deal like a, a, a new deal just leaves the same people in power and then you know, if we like win some reforms against them, those reforms aren't stable because the same corporations are in power and they're just going to fight and take away the, the things they, they temporarily gave us. We need, we need a revolution. We need all power to the people, to black people, indigenous people, oppressed people, working class people. Um, revolution, not New Deal. One minute remaining. Um, um, you don't need to get Yeah, I, I'm done. Okay. All right, next is Kelly. Well, a vote for the green presidential ticket is not necessarily a vote against Bernie Sanders because some of our issues overlap. Medicare for all, oh, sorry. Medicare for all. His Green New Deal is serious. I, could go, I got an article in Against the Current, and I got copies if you want one. Grab me before the end showing that none of the Democrats are serious with Bernie on those. But there are problems with Bernie. Some have been raised. But the point is, it's a vote for us, not against Bernie. And it's also a vote against Donald Trump. It's not in his column. And they're going to try to blame us, you know, or, you know, as, as the spoilers. The damn system is spoiled. We need changes. And that's an issue we are raising and Bernie Sanders is not in terms of ranked choice voting for the president in a national popular vote. And if Bernie does get elected, we're going to be his best friend on the issues he's for and we're for, Medicare for All and Green New Deal, because the first people he's going to run into opposing him are the corporate Democrats 
who elected Pelosi and Schumer as their leaders so that he's going to need us. He may, you know, those progressive Democrats are going to attack us. You know, I got caught out by Chomsky and Albert and Aaron Reich and those people. But you know what I told them? Every state is a battleground for the Green Party. Who's fighting fracking in Ohio? It sure ain't the damn Democrats. It ain't the damn Democrats in Pennsylvania. It's the Green Party. That's why we need to be in this race. And, you know, here in Ohio, it's really important, and same with Pennsylvania, because you know what their plan is, build that uh, petrochemical plastics complex in the Ohio Valley, lock us in the non-biodegradable plastics and fossil fuels for more decades, the planet can't deal with that. So that's why we're running. It's not against Bernie. It's for what we're talking about. All right, well, folks, what we really need to be talking about is genuine system change. And this is more about us than about attacking any other candidate. We offer genuine end to corporate control. We offer genuine socialist system that's going to upturn this corporate apple cart. And Bernie has been caught on numerous occasions not really offering an agenda that is completely socialist. If we're talking about a socialist agenda, it includes reparations, and he has said numerous times before that he's not on board with it. And reparations, by the way, is not a giveaway. It's a debt, a debt that is owed to people who have worked under enslavement in this country. We need to focus on redlining and the fact that the CRA, the Community Reinvestment Act, has not been working. We still have redlining, racial redlining, all across this country. We, as a party, offer the best, most comprehensive solution to save this planet. Our Green New Deal, our Green New Deal is the most comprehensive solution in addition to our campaign's Green Path Forward, which will give us a global solution diplomatically to deal with the fact that we're, in effect, outsourcing our carbon footprint to countries like China. We have to deal with that globally to save this planet, and that's a major issue looming over us. And of course, we are an anti-war party, and some people like Sanders, their votes have been questionable on that issue. My campaign in particular is the only campaign that's advancing the idea of a Department of Peace. Some are talking about just cutting the military. No, we need to invest in peace building all across the planet. And I don't mean the game of global gamesmanship that the State Department engages in, actively building peace across the world. And we need to stress to people that what we need to deal with, as some people are being told, they need to vote against the orange menace. What we need to deal with that, and the reason why we we have that, why that looms over us is because of the democratic deficit, because people have been shut out of choice. This is the result of listening to people who say you only have one of two choices. No, you don't. You've got the Green Party, and we're fighting for you on the issues that matter in your community and globally with this global climate change catastrophe. Thank you. Uh, I don't blame people for liking Bernie. He, he's the only person, as far as I've seen, that who's ever run on the... That, 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 I just wanted to... Sorry to interrupt. Go. This is the one-minute rebuttal. One-minute rebuttal. Yeah, I'm aware. <laughs> Start back up. Uh, <laughs> take two. So I don't blame people because he's the only Democrat who's actually running on left issues. There is no leftist in, in the Democratic Party. So... Certainly, I, I don't blame anybody for who is a liberal to vote for Bernie, uh, but know this, he's voted for war every time except for twice since he's been a senator. 
he has voted to continually fund the War Powers Act as well as uh, funding the, the Department of Defense and providing the Space Force the funding that they have to operate and exist now. So if you truly want to build and shift the Overton window, change your paradigm to be a more progressive country, you need to have the Green Party. If Bernie does happen to get elected, we need to have the Green Party to push him further to the left and have everybody else in his cabinet be pushed to the left because the Democrats will not push anybody to the left. They push people to the right. called Hugo Chavez a dead communist dictator. He's like against democracy worldwide. And he, you know, he, the, uh, um, the Democrat nomination was stolen from him last time and he went along with that and supported Hillary Clinton who was gonna start World War III if she became president. He's, he's a dangerous guy and we need, we need to stand up for our party, not, like, not just like say that Trump is the medicine. We need a, a, a Democrat, you know? The, like electing a Democrat isn't gonna solve the problems here. A second. Um, I'm going to talk about something completely different. Uh, we started this out a little bit uh, rough. I'm really happy that we were able to talk. And uh, one thing we need is some of us still don't have enough uh, signatures on the Green Party page to be official uh, candidates. So if you like us, please okay. give Susan. us a signature. It's uh, now the microphone goes to Howie. This is rebuttal, right? This yeah. is one minute rebuttal. I don't have anything in rebuttal. <laughs> George Carlin famously talked about the nature of our political system and said it's a big club and you ain't in it. And that's really what we're looking at here, folks. And while some might want to put on the veneer of being socialist and being a, a, a man or a woman of the people, the reality is when you are going along with the flow, then you're really just a part of that club. 
When you support imperialism, when you support colonialism, when you support the same economic system that oppresses everyone, even in a small dose, small doses of oppressive capitalism can be lethal, folks. We know it. And we've seen it in the environmental effects in communities in this state and all across this country. So we have to get that message out to people, and we have to let them know not to buy into that. The Green Party is the only party that hasn't been corporately co-opted, and we're genuinely fighting for the people. about this is um, it's a problem because it's already displacing a lot of people. It started with the advent of the uh, computer and it's just continuing. So, you know, soon everybody's going to be unemployed and, uh, and yeah. So my thought was first to maybe reduce the work week from five days a week to four days a week. And that way we also have more time to relax and, and enjoy our families and uh, enjoy that mother's pay. I think it's about understanding that this is a new economy and technology, though it is great and wonderful and it makes us connected, there's a cost. Who's paying the cost in terms of resources and where they're coming from? The motherland. So I believe we have to have that honest discussion about ecological economics and what role it plays in developing who we are and what we serve. Just free handing, opening, accepting technology without measuring the impact on ecological, economics is critical. So I want our campaign has already started the debate, as you see. I, I talk about it every chance I get. So every policy must be framed from ecological economics. Who's next? You're done? You're done? Okay. Um, next is David. Two minutes. Um, you can have one minute. All right. Um, I, I want a green guarantee. I, I think it's important that we guarantee a quality of life. Now, we have the resources uh, to make things happen. Permaculture is important. We have to go into the rural areas and look at all these old buildings, these old houses, and learn how to renew, reuse, and repurpose all this material. There's so much we can do. And by providing value to people's lives, by just organizing what we have, 
we, we can create a quality of life. Uh, of course, you know, when it comes to the solar and it comes to renewable energy, see, that's something we can use uh, as a way to get people on, on board to, to help with the climate change. It's like you don't, you don't have to get on board for this reason or that reason. It, it can be any reason, um, and any reason can open up the door. So technology is important. We have to utilize it, but we just have to, to understand and look at the power because it's the first, again, it's the first time in history that we have, have this communication, that we can do this. It, it's, it's important to understand that. Thank you, Dave. Okay, so uh, almost any tech, there, I mean, there's some technologies that are utterly evil, but most technologies can be used for good or for evil. And we need to, to but if, if so, if, but, you know, humongous colonial imperialist capitalist corporations, they're, they're, they use technologies for the evil. So, so automation, it could be, it could be used for good to, to empower people to, to use their time for, you know, for work that that like honors their soul, you know, that's that's a good use. But it can also be used to just take away people's work and like not give them any better alternative. That's not good. Or it can be used for surveillance and police state. So it's like we're living in prison, even though we're walking around outside, we're still in prison. That's not good. It can be used to destroy the environment instead of preserve the environment. Thank so you. we need to change who's in power over these technologies. Next is Howie, two minutes. For the impact of artificial intelligence and robotics on employment, it's hard to predict. You know, this was a big issue in the early and mid-1960s. They called it the Triple Revolution. Nuclear weapons, the human rights revolution and decolonization, and then automation. And that was particularly true for the black movement because people had moved up from the south and the factories were moving to the suburbs, the last hire first fired, and there weren't as many jobs because the suburban factories with assembly lines were a lot different than the inner city multi-story factories. So it was a big issue. So what did the movement demand? A guaranteed minimum income whether you're working or not. And I think that has to be the demand. But, you know, we haven't had the loss of jobs like they thought back in the 60s from automation. So I'm not gonna make that prediction. I will say, if you look at my eco-socialist Green New Deal budget, we look at the different sectors that gotta change, both the Green Economy Reconstruction Program for 100% clean energy by 2030, and also an economic bill of rights, 38 million jobs. Maybe we don't have enough people to do those jobs now. That would, that would wipe out unemployment. We'd have to import folks. Um, so now, what got me into the Greens in the first place, you may have heard of Murray Bookchin, radical ecologist, anarchist, libertarian socialist, whatever you want to call him. He kept saying, we got to get involved in the Green movement. I'm saying, they're environmentalists. They're not any capitalists. And then the eco-socialist of Hamburg wrote an economic program for the German Greens in 1983. And the thing that hooked me was I saw a slogan that said, we need a fair distribution of work and income. So if automation does reduce work, great, we get more leisure. But that means all the income can't go to those who are employed. We got to share that increased productivity across society. And in the two minutes, I probably can't talk about the mechanisms, but a fair distribution of work and income, including a guaranteed minimum income above poverty, I think is how we deal with that. What do they call it? Structural or technological unemployment. Thank you.
I want to address this question as directly as possible. When we talk about guarantees for employment, and my campaign believes, and that's a green belief, then we need to address this issue by stressing the fact that we must place a value on and protect the worth of human labor. That extends not just protecting the ability to have a job and not be undercut by automation, or in whichever form, if it's robotics. We also have to protect workers' rights. The Green Party is the forefront of protecting unions and workers' rights, and we need to stress that to people when we talk about this issue of labor. We need to stress the fact that we're going to provide green jobs, yes, but we are also going to provide for work that affects positively the human habitat, interconnectivity of human beings, the quality of life, and even relates to health. That's the way it should be. And we must guard against the potential safety or privacy rights implications of AI. The first thing that comes to mind is any nefarious use that might take place on the part of governments. We do need to anticipate this and protect against this. Now, not all automation, of course, is bad. This has been a technological advance from, from the Ford assembly line on down. But when we get to the part where we're talking about replacing workers altogether, that we must acknowledge is a no, and is going to negatively affect us as a society in so many ways, only for the sake of corporate capitalist abuse, not for the enrichment of communities. Human labor and protected workers' rights when regards to human labor enriches communities, and we must stress that. How many people in here remember the Jetsons? Anybody remember how many days of work George Jetson did in a week? He did three days of work in, in, the, in the TV series. Uh, certainly we should be cutting back on uh, the amount of work that Americans do because we are the most productive as well as the most overworked and under vacation community in the world. So I believe we need a, a law that gives us the right to work, but not only that, uh, part of my renewable infrastructure investment program is to bring back the Civilian Conservation Corps where we train people to do more than just think with their minds, to actually work with their hands, where we give them the skills to do welding or working in gardens or rebuilding our infrastructure from the years of neglect that we've had. How many guys remember when Obama was standing underneath the bridge in Cincinnati saying that this is our crumbling infrastructure? It is still crumbling. There's nothing been done to our crumbling infrastructure. That's why we need to create programs where we put people to work in our communities, rebuilding our communities. Uh, in addition to my $25 an hour minimum wage, which just barely begins to teach people that we have to respect each other's work, we need to also, uh, you know, adapt this universal health care so that the majority of our funds that we do make through our work is not being paid out to health care or our health care is being relied upon by our employer and their whims of whether or not it's profitable to continue providing health care to their employees. I'd like to yield the rest of my time to Chad or Susan, whomever would like to speak. Oh, Ten seconds, sorry. Remember, we own our labor. We have to remember that, and we can use the internet to go around these people. We sell our labor, we create it, we need to do co-ops. That's the one thing I haven't heard here, and it's important that we remember that. We own our labor. Okay, well, on to one minute rebuttals, I'm starting with Sedena. <laughs> I just want to call out 
some folks. At the beginning of this, you, everybody, you gotta remember and realize that recognized candidate told folks way ahead of time that we were okay with doing what you see us doing. That's what they were fighting against. We cannot say we're green and not be okay with, look how brilliant that is. Look how wonderful my sister Susan is. Why would you not be okay with hearing them and me allowing our David me and Dennis to be heard from? But our two brothers haven't done that and they want to lead. For me, leadership, leaders eat last. Leaders eat last. And if we can't show green values, I don't want anybody representing me that doesn't have the humility to share. I'm calling out green values. Let them be seen. Let them be known. And again, I'm going to repeat this. We said this at the beginning that we would share. So the ruckus you saw was because people did not want us to do this. And it's beautiful. I'll, I'll give this time to Chad and Susan. Yeah. Oh, but he cussed me out two days ago. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to help. I'm trying to engage. And I really care about people. I, I really care. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm tired of, of people thinking because of my age or because of whatever that, that I don't have any value to offer. We all have something to offer. And we should be working together as a unit. And, and we should have one big platform. We should be going everywhere together. We should be... People should be engaged in the Green Party primary like they are in the Democratic. And we actually have more to say. And especially when we get into it, we have really more to say. And we haven't even had that opportunity. So I, wanna, I do want to thank, thank you guys. It, it, it's been a, absolutely an honor to run with you, to talk with you, to deal with you. Even though I'll cut you out. It's okay, and you cut me out too. It's okay. I really appreciate it, and I would like to see Dario and Howie stand up and be oh, actual yes. leaders. Oh, yes, wouldn't that be All right, next up is Howie. One minute rebuttal. Well, with regard to this forum, I didn't say one way or the other, because I respect the Ohio Green Party to make their own decisions without me meddling and getting involved in your stuff. So. I went with what you decided. Didn't say exclude anybody or include anybody. That's your decision. I'm sorry. That's good. Silence is agreement. Okay. Let's all be Dar very clear. Uh, Senator Nam, it's Dario's turn. Okay. Yeah. They're not taking rebuttal. Not taking rebuttal. Oh, can Dennis? I take his time? No, you may not. Oh! <laughs> can Susan take his time? Dario, can you take his time away? Dennis, it's your turn. One minute rebuttal. Uh, certainly technology is uh, changing the world faster than, than we're used to. Uh, my grandparents grew up in a time where horse and buggies were the main transportation, and then automobiles came along, and then airplanes. And then supersonic jets that got you across the Atlantic Ocean in less than an hour. We are facing that same challenge today. And if we don't come together and respect each other's work and each other's labor, because if a job exists, that job needs to be done, then we need to respect that person who does that job. Technology is not going to change humanity as much as humanity can change technology. And we need to work together to improve everyone's lives, not just the special interests and the corporation and the wealthy. 
I yield the rest of my time. Another nine seconds. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I gotta be faster than that. Yeah, um, just notice that there was silence, that diary was silent, and that Howie does not leave. All right, well, and now, Sedanam, you get the final one minute rebuttal. I'm, I'm just really clear. Being a green of 18 years, I knew as a black woman and an Abrahamic woman coming to a party that didn't look like me, I oh. had to challenge us. Did you want me to say something different? Uh, I'm sorry, Sidana. Okay. You already gave one. Oh, okay. Oh, no problem. I don't have an issue <laughs> My sharing. All right. Well, that concludes our debate. Thank you very much for, for coming. Everyone, to have a